<laughs> Good morning, everybody. Uh, welcome to the garage. I'm Luke. I'm Nick. I said it kind of like I was just like really disappointed to be Luke. Yeah, I wouldn't be. Luke's <laughs> no. a cool cat. And so you guys, right now outside, we we kind of feel like we're in a um, mm, like a cabin because it's so There's cold snow outside. everywhere. Mm-hmm. I think the real feel is is negative three. Really? That's incredible. Oh wow. Dang. Well, carried away, boys. I actually have to turn off the the heater before it turns on. Yeah, it's fine. The fan. Um, so today we're in the garage, um, and we're going to talk to you guys about a topic that probably is relevant to everyone, and that topic is that New Year's resolutions suck. <laughs> and what I mean by that is we all every year have these like New Year's resolutions, and we're like, oh, this year I'm going to work out, and I'm going to lose weight, and I'm going to... You know, stop eating bad. I'm going to be nicer to people. I'm going to go to church. I'm going to read my Bible. I'm going to journal more. And then, like, January 2nd, you just don't – you break all of them. And so <laughs> oh my we're going to talk about that. So it being January 22nd right now, we're well into the valley. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've broken all of my New Year's resolutions. <clears throat> Every one of them. Way to go. Way to go. I think the most success to have with New Year's resolutions is to not make them. Mm. That is a good point, and we will probably discuss that. But we are hanging out with Corey Smith in the garage today. He's going to talk about this with us. Yeah. And, Corey, you, you have some vision on this, so yeah, take it away. I do. I, um, I don't know. I, I think uh, it's, you know, resolutions can be kind of this huge mountaintop and then this huge valley, and then, I mean, there's it, it's kind of this long process of going, man, I wish I could just get those parts of my life dialed in uh, and – you know, I could move on to making more mature decisions or, you know, whatever, whatever the, the motivation or whatever the desire is, whether it's, you know, I like to think about um, how many gym memberships get bought on January 1st and then how, you know, probably mid-February, like no, nobody's going to the gym nobody's anymore. At the gym. Um, and I'm sure there's some numbers out there uh, that are for that. But I, but I, I really want to kind of talk a little bit uh, to not throw the baby out with the bathwater, meaning... Um, I want um, to honor the good parts of, of change. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, the you, you know, we kind of get to the end. You know, we do the Christmas and then, you know, around comes New Year's and we have this motivation to say, yeah, maybe maybe January 1st there's a, t- there's a time for a reboot, mm-hmm. right? We want... New Year. We, new, yeah, we want, we want yeah. um, either new habits or new behaviors in our life. Um, whether we want to take things out of our life or add things to our life, I want to honor um, the front end of that. I mean, there's definitely, um, there's this, uh, I want to honor the desire for good and new change, Um, whether, you know, it is as simple as losing weight or, you know, developing a new discipline in your spiritual walk, or maybe it's um, choosing to do relationships different or yada, yada, yada. But um, I'm going to play the super skeptical please. devil's advocate in this episode, I think, because do it. I think it's so lame. <laughs> I think, <laughs> tell me how you really feel. Oh, yeah. like I have to wait until January 1st to make a change in my life. And like, you make all these huge lofty goals. And mm-hmm. I just think it's so counterproductive to anything that you might be trying to do. Honestly, if you really want to change in your life, then sure. New Year's resolutions. Are sure. Stupid. Yeah. Sure. I think that there's, 
something to be said about kind of scheduling a day of, okay, starting, you know, January 1st, I'm going to, you know, X, Y, or Z. I'm going to start going to the gym because there's like, when you like kind of plan for something like that, then you have time like to prepare, you know? And Mm -hmm. I think that's really cool. But then again, throughout the whole year, you can do that. Right. Yeah, it's kind of I wrote kind of in there in my notes here. Um, Self evaluations should always be happening, um, right. especially outside of New Year's. Um, I know, you know, it, it does kind of help. You know, kind of the reset of the calendar does help. Um, it does kind of help focus, and 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 everybody that you're around is probably, you know, talking about resolutions or what they want to do differently. Um, my hope would be in my own life is that I'd. I'd be doing that every month or, you know, however often I feel like, you know, self-evaluation needs to happen on my side of the fence that, you know, I'm willing to make changes every day that I live. Mm. That's an interesting side because it's like you're kind of motivated. Well, you're not kind of. You are. You're motivated to make these changes and you're doing these resolutions because everyone around you is talking about it, right? Like everyone's talking about resolutions. You're like, oh, yeah, I need a resolution. I'm going to take some perspective on my life. But you're not doing that throughout the year because there's not maybe there's not people surrounding you who are pushing you to that. Mm-hmm. So it might speak a lot to there's not a big enough culture of change. Well, not even that. It might speak a lot to maybe you need to surround yourself with people who are going to encourage you mm-hmm. so that you have the desire to make changes. Oh, I have this desire right now because everyone else is talking about it. Right. But are your friends pushing you to anything bigger? You know, in May. Yeah. Like, are you surrounding sure. yourself with those kinds of people? Like, are, are like. Since you're the average of the, you know, first five people that you surround yourself with, if you're surrounding yourself with people that don't cultivate like a culture of change, then it's not sustainable. Right. Yeah. And if you're super, just make a super simple example. If you're really into cycling Mm -hmm. and all of your friends love to hike, then like you're not going to have anyone to go cycling with. You're not going to go cycling. Or like January 1st, I bought a... A, a cycling bike like a road cycling bike and all your friends are like so you want to you want to come hike and you're like no i'm a cycler now yeah and then you just spit, wasted like a grand <laughs> yes that's a horrible or like this say you're a meat eater right and you love you carne. love hamburgers you love hamburgers and then january uh, january 1st you're like i want to start eating lettuce only lettuce and all of your friends are like no that's horrible. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> good job, Luke. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little tired. You're good. I, 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 I'll, that was great. I think the whole, <laughs> like, um, the idea of how we, uh, who we're surrounding ourselves with, and I mean, I'll, I'll go over some practicals, you know, kind of down the road, but I, I want to talk about this idea of change. Um, and I wrote a blog on this a, lo- a longer time ago called Deep Change on, on the TG website, and I read it. You guys should check it out. Um, the, the, and I'm not, uh, I think, you know, for me, even thinking about resolutions or, um, you know, what I'm going to focus on in 2019 or the vision, I feel like God's kind of put in my heart personally. And then for training ground, um, and then for my family, um, is this idea of, uh, really pushing myself into areas that are uncomfortable because they require me to change. I, and I know we, we say, we say a lot of things about change. We say in, in terms of our life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also a big believer in as 
humans, we have this resistance to change. Um, and I think some of that's just even kind of built into, you know, our hearts and our lives wanting security and consistency and routine. And there are certain things that, um, you know, that those things kind of ground us. And then so from there that we can live. And I just feel like, I, you know, for me on a personal level, that God is is consistently calling us to change. Um, and I think that's maturity wise. I think that's making more, you know, better and smarter decisions. I think it's surrounding us with community. And, you know, because in my mind, I think, you know, God's goal is maturity. Um, you know, and I don't think he, you know, kind of wants us to stay in kind of the same patterns that we always have. But, you know, in my own life, I feel like 50% of what I do is out of, of habits and behaviors that I just have ingrained in me um, or ways that I believe or the ways that I think or the things that I'm motivated by. And so, you know, I'd love to talk a little bit about, you know, what, you know, as we kind of think about resolutions and why we hate them or maybe why we like them uh, is that we are, we're trying to figure out how to change. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's a deeper desire. Sure. Maybe the question, you know, maybe the question is how do we really change? Yeah. I I don't care if it's, if you want to stop smoking or lose weight or like, how do you, how do you, what are the steps of change? I don't know. Please enlighten us. Yeah. (laughs) I was hoping that you guys would just jump on that train, but like, I think my frustration with everybody making these resolutions is like the word resolution only comes around once a year and you're like, what does that mean? But on top of that is like we all have a, a heart for change and we have, I think there's this deep desire for change um, and growth. Uh, not a, Nobody really wants to get like uncomfortable. Um, and, and that's what I am finding more and more. That is like probably the first thing you run into when it comes to change. And the frustration with me is just like well, everybody – is like committing to something and then they just they back out well we also we live because we live in this culture right now of people want to say oh like we're, we're pushing for change and we want change but the truth is that's a mask you don't want change <laughs> because that's, we live, we live in this culture where everyone's like no wherever you're at right right now is perfect you're great yeah you're you're awesome stay true to yourself everything is fine be you be you while it's a slippery slope and with a grain of salt, take this, but yeah, you do need to stay true to yourself, but that's uh, still not what they're doing. Mm-hmm. There's this culture of like just justifying everything we do because we are afraid to change. Yeah. I think is the truth. It's all a mask. Um, the practical steps though, I think in my life and the changes I made, the biggest change that I made in my life is the moment I started following Jesus. I mean, when I decided to follow Jesus, it wasn't. It changed every facet of my life immediately, and that is the, that was the biggest step towards change I have I've ever made. Hmm. And now, anytime that I want to change something, that's the first place I go. Yeah, because you know me pre Jesus, doing drugs, doing all kinds of bad things, like all this stuff. Following, Je- and I'm not saying this happens for everyone, but in my personal story. The minute I started to follow Jesus, my life just, it's like a, a light bulb went off in my mm-hmm. head. You know, I, I was a different person immediately. 
And I continue to be different, you know, every day. Yeah. So, I mean, that, as cliche as it sounds, <clears throat> no. check your heart. Thanks, John Christ. Um, you know, I one of those things is uh, even some of the, the verbiage that we use in training ground is um, you'll do what you want to do. Um, meaning if you want to follow Christ, you'll follow Christ. If you want to <coughs> date a certain girl, you'll date a certain girl. If you want to get this certain job, you'll get this certain job. Um, and I think probably this goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the conversation about honoring the desire to change. Um, is this idea of how bad do you want to change? Like, do you actually want to change right. or are you just saying this because it's what you think you should? Well, say? true. I mean, it's like from, you know, I can remember, um, I can remember in high school when I was uh, playing soccer, um, I knew that I wanted to play division one and, and that desire in me was so large that I was willing to to count the cost of what it would take to get there. And I can remember, I mean, it was two or three years straight playing every day. I mean, just working out, you know, cha- you know working on my skills. And because, and I played Division One, I, I did. Hmm. So it was this idea that, like, the the thing that helped me count the cost was desire. And so what... What are the things that are in your heart that are burning that you have got to change? Hmm. Because the desire is going to get, it's not, it's not the, um, I mean, conviction can get you there, but I don't know if conviction alone is, you know, if I could just stop this behavior. I mean, we talk about that a lot about, you know, how, you know, we want to, and it could be anything from, you know, struggling with pornography. It can be, Smoking, it can be drinking, it could be, I don't know, being in bad relationships. But like, whatever we desire most is where we're going to change the most. Right. So in other words, like if you don't really have a deep desire to get into God's word every day, you're not going to. Hmm. Well, I think there's a, there's another side to it too, and it's the fact that, I mean, let's just look at the the big ones, the big the big New Year's resolutions. I want to lose weight, and I want to you know save X amount of money. Save get out money, of X amount of money. And I want to, you know, build a relationship with the Lord. What people are actually thinking in their minds is, I want to lose 100 pounds in two months. I want to read the entire Bible, and I want to have it entirely memorized by tomorrow. And I want to have a million dollars by the by the next six months. That's what their mindset really is. Where that's the that therein lies the issue. You're trying to make these huge, drastic changes, and the mindset should look more like, you know. I'm going to change my eating habit mm-hmm. and, and I'm going to start to spend 10 minutes a day with Jesus mm-hmm. and I'm going to put away a hundred dollars out of my paycheck every month. Mm-hmm. You start with the little things. So you're saying there's a, there's a warm up. There's a, not even or a warm up, but like there's a, there's you a can't progression. Expect to, yeah. There's a progression. You can't expect to go in and just make these huge, crazy, ridiculous goals that you can't meet because then you're going to get down on yourself and you're going to just give up. Right. Yeah. The key, I think, is to look at it in a different light and go, I'm going to make some changes, a few changes in my life. Right. And it's going to lead me here to where I can make a couple more changes. It's going to lead me here to make a couple more changes. Next thing you know, your goal has been reached. Yeah. And you didn't, you know, kill yourself doing it. Right. Yeah. Well, and there's a correlation of making the changes and then seeing change in your life. So you make a change. You're like, I want to start 
working out. For me, I'll go to the gym, and I'm like, well, suck. My biceps are not big. Mm-hmm. After one time at the gym, and I'm like, I don't really want to go next time. Well, there's that instant gratification I'm, piece. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm getting at. And so I think that's where kind of the subconscious um, expectation of like goal setting or changes is like you make this huge change and you don't see huge change right, right away. Right. And it's, it's hard to write it out. Yeah. I mean, we're kind of already kind of heading into the practicals um, of kind of how do we process change and then how do we mobilize change? Well, I think we need to stick here for one second. And Park the car. I think it's a big piece that we have to speak to because there is, th- we talked about it in two other episodes, but this just goes to show how much in this idea of instant gratification in our lives manifests in every aspect. Mm-hmm. Like that desire and that just completely incorrect way of thinking manifests itself in every aspect of our life and it causes problems. Yeah. Well, I mean, right? instant gratification is not a horrible thing. You know, like it's, it's nothing to be, I well, guess it's like more the mindset, like shamed. But if that's all you're going for, especially as a man, if everything that you go for is for pleasure and instant gratification, like check but yourself. It, it could be subconscious though. Oh yeah. Oh, like definitely. Just like we're saying, you know, like you go to the gym, you work out, you go home, look in the mirror and like, there's no change because you worked out one day. Yeah. And, you, but like you're, you're out, you know? Yeah. But you might not realize that that's because your mind wants to know now yeah mm-hmm. and it roots back to i think technology and where we're living because if i can look up whatever i want on google and have it in point three seconds mm-hmm. why can't my biceps be bigger after a couple of curls sure no yeah not being committed to the long-term process mm-hmm. yeah well, with life is a process i get that yeah something that's sanctification is a process mm-hmm. something that's funny with new year's resolutions um it's it's a it's a behavioral change it's a it's an outward change and it goes against, uh, I guess, the way that like Jesus changes us. So he goes for our character first, and then the fruit, the behavior of what comes from that is what's visible. And we're going straight for what's visible yep. first. Yep. But you can't sustain that if you don't have the character st- to sustain that. Yeah. It's, the, it's the same. It's the same concept of like, like that you can use like like a sickness, you know, like. When you have a cough or you have a runny nose or you have a sore throat, you don't have a sore throat. You don't have a cough. There's a bigger sickness. You have strep or you have the flu. Those are just symptoms. And it's kind of like, you know, we talk about young life a lot with sin, but you can apply it here too. And the fact that, you know, the fact that you're, you're overweight or the fact that you, you know, are not adequately spending time with the Lord those are just symptoms to something bigger. And you can't go over the sore throat if you're not going for the virus. Right. You can patch that up, but then, then it's going to pop up. You can you can take some Tylenol to kill the sore throat, but then you're going to have a headache yeah. or whatever, you know, and you're going to have to patch that next. But like, if you have, like, mold in your house, like, you're going to keep getting sick if you don't handle the mold. Right. You know. Yeah, I like what you guys are saying here in terms of uh, trying to challenge people to be committed long term. Uh to goals and resolutions. Commitment issues is like everyone has them now. I have them. <laughs> Every you ask anyone, yeah, I have commitment issues. Really? Right. It's almost you really like have right. commitment issues. It's almost or? like writing it off. Yeah. But I don't know. I kind of want to, with 
I don't know, with, with the point that I'm kind of trying to bring is that there's hope. Like the reason why you are not staying committed is deeper than what's going on on the outside, what's being perceived on the outside. Mm-hmm. And so like, you know, you try uh, losing weight and you just absolutely can't do it. Well, let's go, mm-hmm. let's go for the virus. Let's go for the mold in your house, you know? Mm-hmm. So what is the virus for me? Well, I mean, I'm really in general skinny. terms. Oh, um, shoot, man. It, I mean, st- like family of origin story. I mean, mm-hmm. there's so many distractions, so many things, distraction. Um, and it could just be not seeing commitment work out for you. Yeah. It ever. could also be just not really knowing yourself. Well, I mean, that's kind of story, but yeah, you know, the practicals. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've got kind of four real quick practicals. Um, and they all, they'll, they'll all connect to each other. Um, I think there's a, there is an inner process for me and this is kind of how I do it. I mean, I'm sure other people do it different ways. Um, but I mean, it's this oversimplification, but I'm making sure that I write down. Mm-hmm. I'm, I make sure that I write down what I want. Mm. What's my desire. What's my desire change. Um, and even right along with that, sometimes uh, I will, <laughs> this may sound weird, but uh, I'll, I'll grab some magazines that I like to read through. And if there are images that I resonate with, mm, I'll, ri- I'll rip them out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard that before. And, you know, I'll put them in kind of plastic sleeves in a binder. Yeah. Right. And um, just so I have images. I mean, the more the more I can sit in my desire for change or how I want to be changed, yeah. the easier it is for me to be able to kind of flesh it out so it's like visually renewing your mind so that when you're kind of trailing off in thought or whatever yep like you are able to see that change instead of dumping into what you normally see which is you acting in right yeah usually gary barclow does that even at his weekends Mm. um he'll just make you know everyone go through maybe it's different magazines or even images on the internet that resonate and say, gosh, I don't know, is there something about this image that moves me? And, you know, um, it allows you to kind of point your mind and your heart in that direction. That's really good. I think my practical would be kind of going back to that start small deal. Yeah. You know, like, first of all, let's let's just, my practical is let's bump the word news resolution. And let's say, if you want to make a change, then make a change in your life. Yeah. No matter what time it is, no matter matter where, what time of year, where you are, you know? And then I would say, Start small. Don't set goals for yourself that are ab- literally unattainable. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, don't expect to know the whole Bible in two, in, a, in a month. Yep. Instead, just start spending some time with Jesus sure. every day. Sure. Don't expect to lose a hundred pounds in two months. Instead, make a change in your eating habit. Right. Work towards that bigger goal by making small changes in your yeah. life. Right. At the same time, um, speaking of speaking of Barkalo, like. In our last episode, when he talks about kind of going to your friends and and kind of asking them who they like see in you, go to your friends and ask them, hey, what maybe what what do you think my what do you think I need to change? Oh, good perspective. Because a lot of times we'll we'll change something so that it's like, hey, I'm I'm changing this over here. But you didn't really when, need to do that. When over here on the right, like there's something you should probably change first. Right. Yep. And, you know, I, that perspective always is a good thing. Mm-hmm. My second here practical um, is to is to do this with others. Um, yeah. 
meaning even if you are sitting around and it can be new year's resolutions it could be the middle of may um it could be any time of the year but this idea of always revisiting it with friends going you know these are the five areas that i want to change um do you want to do those with me or do you want uh you know to to ask me about these on a weekly basis um yeah, I think there's, I mean, even kind of what we're, we're talking about now openly about kind of the changes that we want to see in our lives. Um, I think that I'll share a story really quick. Go for it. Um, and I don't know why I need to say this, but I feel like I do. And it's the fact, it's like, hey, if you're that 20-something guy listening, you know, you might find yourself in the place that I found myself and that in this change that you want to go through, that you need to restart. Mm-hmm. And that's where I was, you know, I, I, my lease was coming up. I didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I needed a reset button. My air director at Young Life was even, even said, Hey, mm-hmm. maybe you need a reset. Right. And I chose, well, I didn't really choose God put in front of me training ground. Mm-hmm. And that was a reset for me. We have a summer program coming up, um, this summer and there's still time for you to fill out an interest form. And if you feel like you need a, a restart button to kind of jumpstart the change in your life, there's not a greater place to do it. Sure. So, but it might not be training ground. It could be anything. If you need to restart, find what that is. And that might be the, the jumpstart you need to start making those changes in sure. your life. Yeah. One last practical, um, in this is, uh, and this is super helpful for me, um, is put it where you can see it. Mm-hmm. Meaning like if there's, and I said, you know, you must revisit it every day. In other words, um, there's this, you know, one of our uh, good friends of training ground, was talking about if you if you uh, do a certain behavior a certain amount of time for a certain amount of time it, it becomes habit so in other words like if you're like man I really want to spend time with God every morning that there's a certain threshold that you have to push through to get to a certain point that it becomes habit and you know I think about um, you know for us I mean you you guys know this too we had you know an all hands team training around team meeting it was a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. but there's been a, t- uh, there's been a couple of times that, you know, that I've texted everybody on the team and said, Hey, remember, these are our core values, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, remember, these are our core values. And I'm going to keep doing that because we always need to continue to be reminded of what our, what, what change do we want to see? Yeah. And unless our hearts revisit every day, there's, there's a slim chance that we're actually going to move into those new seasons. Mm-hmm. All good. good. All good stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, so practicals we got. Write it down. Yep. We're making it plain. Or images like do and like a desire journal or mm-hmm. something like that. Yep. Yeah. And then number two. Start small. Tar- start small. Mm-hmm. Nice. And then. Three, do it with others. Do it with others. And then four, you have to revisit, revisit. it every day. Revisit. Yeah. And I think five should be embrace the suck because it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be. It's not. It's going to It's going to hurt. Yeah. Some of it's going to be uncomfortable. And but are you, really, are you willing to go through that to endure the goal you want in your mind? Or are you going to run and hide? Sure. Yeah. I, you should just... There's a cost. You shouldn't expect it to be the funnest thing. <laughs> but there is fruit from the change that right. you make. It's good work. And that good fruit work. is sweet. Good words, well, guys. That's awesome. Um, thank you guys for listening to this episode on the TG Garage Talks podcast. Uh, really quick, quick announcement. We're kind of throwing around the idea of doing this Q&A type section in the podcast. So to do that, we need your questions. Definitely. So we would love for you guys to send in any questions you have. It could be about anything. And 
we'll either try to answer it or find out the answer and find someone to tell you or we'll just tell you we don't know. But we would really love for you to <laughs> email us at Nick in the Garage. Uh, Nick in the – or I'm sorry. Nick at TrainingGround.com. Nick at TrainingGround. Luke, Luke at TrainingGround.com. Yep. Oh, no, no. I want you to talk for me. <laughs> um. Nick at TrainingGround.com. Um, Luke at TrainingGround.com. Also, Thanks. Luke, where can they get you in the DMs? Oh, down in the DMs at Luke in the Garage um, on Instagram. And then my email is attached to our Facebook page. It's just TG Garage Talks. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find us also at www.tg.com tggaragetalks.com where you can listen to all of our episodes also itunes yeah has please been... rate subscribe and share if you mm-hmm. like this podcast and yeah. we'll see it continue that's gonna be the next biggest step for us so definitely five stars because that's what we deserve yeah and then you guys we actually we actually still have stickers um and we have some cool fridge magnets yeah that <laughs> and the cool thing about magnets is that you can put them on any kind of metal you want yeah, if you're interested, if you're interested in any uh, of our stickers or magnets or other merch that yeah. you might have an idea about or mm-hmm. some, want something, let us know. Talk to us. We want to hear from you. Um, we'll see what we can do. But this is TG Garage Talks episode 13. Uh, New Year's resolutions suck. I'm Nick. <laughs> and I'm Luke. And Corey's chilling right now. And I'm Corey. And we will see you guys <laughs> later. Thank you. Cheers.